Knocks it through. Mullen bursting into the box. Josh Mullen. Mullen's ball across. It's turned in. It's Pittman who's got it. Livingston leads. Now can they get the ball back in? O'Brien. And Livingston have the lead. Mum, score. Full-time whistle blows and David Hay celebrates and the Livingston fans join in exultation. It's time now to preview our midweek trip to face Motherwell, or the team more commonly known around these parts as Livy Reserves. We bring you this preview in association with new fans media outlet The Twelfth Man, a place for fan media from clubs across the country to come together under one banner and produce the best fan media content available. Go and check them out on Twitter, Twelfth Man XII, or head to their website www.twelfthmanmedia.com where you'll find all the brand new articles, podcasts and videos over there. It's the first midweek game of this new season, a trip to Fir Park. It's not been the best of starts for either side, eh, but it's another tough looking game for us, isn't it? Well, we don't have a particularly good record at Fir Park either. Um, I think we've shown some decent performances there over the last couple of seasons. You know, The one each draw, the game we lost 2-1 last year, I thought we were more than worthy of a point in that game. Um, but we've also had some absolutely hellish uh, first displays there. Yeah, in particular, as you say, first 45 minutes, the 3-0 game and the uh, 3-2 one. Last game of the season. Uh, last game, but uh, I, it's, it's a bit strange because I think both sets of fans would have expected a bit more from their opening couple of games than what they've got. Uh, I think everyone was a wee bit surprised that County uh, beat them up there. But it'll be, it's going to be a tough game. Motherball, I think, can be a bit like us. I think they know how to scrap. And I think that's why they've tended to do alright against us. Because as much as Robinson won't want to admit it, his team isn't as fluid footballing-wise as I think he makes out that they are at times. I think they know how to how to be a bit rough and um, mess teams up a bit. So I think it's going to be a really tough game, and but we desperately need a reaction after that performance today. My, my worry for Wednesday night is Motherwell like to play with fast miles. They like to play on the break hit it wide and let's get it in and they've got a number of options up front they could go with Chris Long they could go with Jordan White they could go with Tony Watt guys that are actually instinctive in the box that are going to the all guys who are pretty much a focal point a target man isn't that yeah um, only one that you could say is probably not Tony Watt isn't yeah. exactly a target man but Tony Watt was probably the best defender I've seen actually up against Craig Halkett yeah the, when, whenever we when he was at St Johnston I yeah. think he he got the better of Halks a couple of times actually so it'll be interesting to see how they line up because they've but, got a few different options. Uh, yeah, so I'm more worried about how we line up. I think yeah, I think they've been kind of going with a four four two, and and to be fair, the personnel they've got, they should be doing a lot better. 
Uh, yeah, turned out wide. Turned out wide, and I believe Motherwell fans are not convinced by it. They feel like he's been a bit wasted out there. Right. Um, so potentially something to look at for us to take advantage of. Have um, a look at the, the lineup today. I seen Hasty got dragged off at half time as well. Right, I didn't realise. Um, obviously, it was another poor result for them. Obviously, we'll talk about us in a wee bit. But they've, they've now went two games, two opening games of the season, two games that they probably were targeting for wins. wins yeah. Ross County away lost one 0 and Dundee United at home, newly promoted Dundee United, lost one 0 So they've not scored yet, uh, and with the attacking power that they've got, that's a bit surprising. Yeah, I mean, as you say, well. They like to play with kind of wide players. Uh, I don't know how that. I'm I'm a wee bit worried because of the way we're playing with this setup. Yeah. Playing with wide like wingers kind of up against our wing backs, it could. It's it'll be interesting to see if we do tweak it. But I, I have a funny feeling we're going to stick with three five two. To be honest, I, I I don't see how we can stick to three five two. I mean, the first half against Hibs was horrendous. Uh, there's no taking away from it. There's no sort of being around the bush here. It was horrific. Uh, we changed it slightly in the second half and we looked a bit more solid. Whether that was the fact that Hibs took the foot off the gas, probably that had a bit to do with it as well. Um, but we did look better. They were an autopilot at second half. They oh, yeah. a game on Wednesday night. Yeah. We just managed it. it was so management to, to, me, to me, it's very important we, we get something from this game. We've, we've got Rangers after this one. Uh, it's Aberdeen as well yeah. up at Pataudry isn't it as well which we don't have a great record in recent years up there so and then we've got County and Hamilton we need to get back to the basics for me I think we've tried to be clever the first couple of games of the season change change things up formation wise change the way we're playing we need to go back to what we were doing best that was hounding the opposition getting in their faces putting the tackles in getting men in around dykes getting the ball wide Defending properly, doing the basics defensively, rather than try to play it out. Get the ball to fuck. Mm. You know, get away from the danger area. Get uh, the ball to fuck. We based our success. Like, we based our success on doing the simple things in football right, and I think we've kind of went away from that over the last couple of games. Get back to that, and that gives us the best chance to get something out of this game for me. Yeah, for me. I still think we're going to persist on playing a three-five-two. I I don't know what I don't know why, but I just have this kind of nagging thing in my head because I think they know fine well they've got personnel there that suits that system. But you also look at us and you've touched on it. What well, we have players to basically just go a carbon copy almost the last year with four-two-three-one. I think he might change it because it's an away game, um, just to be a bit more solid. Uh, double up maybe a bit on the. As you say, they like to play with wide players, don't they? So he might he might switch to doing a four two three one purely to try and double up, uh, from a defensive point of view. I actually think there could be a few changes on Wednesday night as we're probably trying to manage a few players. The gaffer's mentioned it a few times, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Like this month, six games. You know, when you've been on a layoff for five months, yeah. it's, it's a it's a lot of a lot of games in a short space of time. So again, I, agree with, I think they'll make changes. Again, to it's the same management. for everybody though. Um, it's the same for everyone, but I think I think players deserve to. to no, totally. To I I think if 
if you look at the styles they play then, I mean, with Callum Brown, thankfully he's not here to look ahead to this because he's got a massive chip on his shoulder to do with Motherwell and the whole, the whole sort of media darling look that they're a great football inside where in reality... They're a gang. Well, okay, Callum, but... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be a bit more politically correct than that. Um, but yeah, I mean, can you see Jordan White coming in? Obviously, we know all about Jordan White from his time at Livingston. They'll be looking at the game going, right, Livingston's notoriously big, strong, physical side. Let's bring in our big, strong, physical players. Could that play into our hands a little bit in terms of encouraging us to get the ball down and play? Big Jordan was always better with the ball into his feet. He was never brilliant in there for me. I always thought he was better getting the ball into his feet and actually turning and trying to play forward facing into the goal. Aye, when you zip it it into him, he always held stick. You told it up, you then link play, you go from there. But for me, if they go to try and play long to Jordan, then I think we can exploit that all day. Yeah, uh, I you've think got, especially if you've got Guffrey. Guffrey dominated a lot of aerial battles last season. If you get the two of them up against each other, White likes to fall. You seen mm-hmm. that on Monday night when he came on live in the telly as well. He likes to, he does like to go down with a bit of a touch. You're not going to get as many. Chances is that in the Premier League. Basically, you're calling him a diver. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a diver. He feels a bit of contact and he goes down very easily. I think you, you touched on it a wee bit earlier. I think it's imperative we start well in the game. I don't think we've particularly started well in nah, against St Mirren or against Hibs in previous games against Motherwell. We've been out the game before half-time eh, at Fir Park a couple of times because they're not starting well. It's imperative we start well. I want us to go back to a hobby tactic. Frustrate for the first 45 and then we go from there. Let's go and frustrate. Let's get ourselves back to basics. Let's get a bit of confidence going. Because there's not going to be much confidence in the boys at the moment. I think if you look back to the the 2-1 game at Motherwell last year, I think we did go with an approach in that game to frustrate and try and keep them at bay and then second half try to gradually open the game up a bit more. And we were very unlucky not to come away with something that day. But again, he, he set up to double up on in the wide areas. Yeah, yeah. So as much as I had this nagging feeling, he might go with three five two. He might the gaffer and Davy might look at that game and go, "Oh, actually, we kind of nullified them quite a bit in the wide areas setting up like that." So do it'll be as I say, it's going to be quite interesting to see. So, what we so do. if we stick to the three five two, then what changes do you make? We've we've bemoaned the fact that we look a bit disjointed defensively in terms of players playing out of position. So what changes would you make if we're going to stick with that for this game? You need a left footer playing left wing back. You need a natural balance across your back line. If that's moving Brown out there or if that's bringing an Adam Taylor Sinclair. I would be dropping Fitzwater. I don't think he's done anything in the first two games that make him look like he deserves to be in the starting lineup. You then put Brown, Guthrie and Ambrose. Your three centre-halves that you finished with last season. That actually... We were solid. Has has Devlin done enough to keep his spot? Did we bring McMillan in there, young player of the year? Nicky's yeah. uh, potentially still coming back from an injury. I mean, the point I was making, the wide players, it's difficult, right, as a wide player, if you're not getting any sort of service. The boss, if the ball's not getting fed out to you out there, you're limited as to what you can do. So, yes, Nicky's been quiet, but again... It's a bit like we talk about Dykes. Dykes wasn't getting any service. Well, wide players need a bit of service as well. They need to get the ball to be effective. And so I think it's harsh. But again, the gaffer 
makes changes after poor performances. Mm-hmm. He's he's always done it, um, because they've obviously not done their job uh, mm-hmm. for that particular game. So I could see. I agree with you. I could see another two or three changes getting made. Uh, we've we've obviously we we spoke about the elephant in the room last week. Uh, we'll speak about it again. Again, I'll make the same joke. I'm not the elephant. Um, Form on grass, form away from home. I think it's three wins. I actually see tumbleweed go past there just as they <laughs> came out with that guy again. I think it's it's three wins and something like thirty-eight away games on grass. It's not brilliant, is it? I mean, it doesn't it doesn't give a good impression in terms of we're defending fun. the plastic pitches and things. It doesn't give a good impression. You know, I know what you're going to say about we've only lost so many games, we've drawn a lot of games, but it doesn't give a good impression. Well, no, I'm actually confident we'll win because we've won our third game of the season the last two seasons away from home on grass that's us getting beat there's a stat for you <laughs> that's a good stat for you what was that St Mirren and Ross County and Ross County right. okay yeah good shout <laughs> good shout I hadn't thought about that um, it's, it's not the best record though is it that is but We've there's only one way to fix it isn't there and it's to start getting results it's the, it's the only way folk will stop talking about it. Uh, us as well, yeah. us included, because yeah. it always crops. We have to speak about it because it's there, you know. And the problem is that if our fo- home form drops from such high standards where we were over the last two or three seasons to poor, we could be in a battle, yeah. you know, because if we're not winning games away from home and we're not winning as many games at home, you know, that's obviously going to take us f- far and away down the table, you know. And we all predicted. A great season ahead with a great squad. Big reality check. I knew check. I'd regret that. <laughs> big, big reality oh, check. I said we'd finish third and look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, looking at our away form, we need to be more professional. The amount of times that we had leads away from home last season, that we didn't see games out properly, that we're in winning positions that we'd end up going and drawing. St Johnston, Hibs. You take those games away, we're not getting this, we're not having this chat. We're actually seeing the games out, we're managing we're higher up the table. We're in, we're in the conce- a convincing position during those games, and it's individual mistakes. It's poor, poor defending. Keep shot back past St Johnston, trying to play a high line in the ninety second minute against Martin Boyle. It's, yeah. in, it's it's mistakes like that as a team that are costing us. And then I don't know if it's in the players' minds. My point with the away form is I think our first season back up when we went behind in games and I, I was. Never confident we would get something away from home. Whilst last year, I think there is. Yes, we still didn't get some... We kind of threw away a couple potential results, but I think the positive is we put ourselves in a position to win games away from home last year, which I think was an improvement. I think we actually set up to try and take teams on a bit more away from home. Um, is, is that a concern this season then? Because already, and, and I didn't want to read too much in it, it's only two games into the season... But already, first game of the season, I felt when we went behind, we didn't look like scoring. Again, against Hibs, I felt like we didn't look particularly threatening, we didn't look like scoring. Is is that, that's going to be a big concern then? For me, there was nothing really in the game until the first goal was scored. And then the heads dropped. We went, we looked like we were set up to go and try and nick a 1-0 today. Or try and get a point. As soon as we conceded the first goal, the head was down. And it's not like us. It's not like us. We it's normally like we normally us. bounce straight back from that. But do you know when you're listening to the, the stream, the only person you could hear shouting was Martindale. Mm. There was no leader on the part that actually seemed to be taking control of the situation. And 
do you know last season the amount of times you would see Marvin Puck trying to get players you'd see Dykes from the, t- the front telling people to get up and support him there was none of that it's a go-to hope phrase isn't it uh, being proactive rather than reactive mm-hmm. um, yeah. and try- I said it last week nobody really kind of went and took the game by the scruff of the neck and I think we lacked that today the, the one player with the, the fighting spirit that they were settled yeah. Sibold was flying into 50-50s he's trying to get the ball he's trying to get it down obviously there's a couple of passes that only maybe up to scratch but he was putting himself in those positions to try and make them everything he tried, was trying to do was trying to go forward so we've, we've kind of spoke about the formation then so if if we were to stick with this 3-5-2 who plays against Motherwell let's hear your predicted sort of starting line up then if we were to go with that, well, McCrory is the obvious one in goals. Um, McCrory will play on Wednesday because he can't play on Sunday. Unless yeah. we'd, we decide to chuck in Strijak. But instead of putting him in just against Rangers for his first game. Then I, I would maybe give him a run out. I'd let McMillan play mm-hmm. at right wing back. I would have FA, Gothry, Brown, and then Taylor Sinclair left. Um, three centre mids. For me, Pittman's been quiet. But Pittman's one of those ones you know what you're going to get with Pittman. Mm-hmm. You, you, but I think Crawford maybe deserves a run out. I'm a big fan of Robbie. I, I think he's a really good player. I was going to suggest him for that bite. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so I would maybe have Crawford in. I think it could be Sybil. Sybil obviously came off early today. So I think it'll probably be Pittman, Crawford, Bartley if I was to pick. And then maybe bring Forrest back in ahead of Robbo. I don't know. A bit uh, suitor. I think he's been dealt a, a harsh hand. Whenever he played it, I mean, I know he was a bit sort of marmite in terms of some people like him, some people love him, but he always he's always that unpredictable player that could create something, wasn't he? That spark, isn't that? Also, that yeah. set ball, the, the set pieces. I yeah. think he's probably our best player Delivery. to deliver his in at the box. So are we lacking that as well? Is that maybe an option to bring him in? For me, I would say Suda's better off the line. If we're not playing the four two three one, then you kind of for me Suda is really ineffective. He's not gonna. Yeah, have him floating in about Dykes or kind of getting in pockets. That's just what I mean. Dykes winning flick ons, holding the ball up, the wee the sort of passes but in behind for Suda to run on to. For me, Suda likes to get his man, take him up one on one, and then try and beat him. Then yeah. try and get the the ball in. That's why look at um, Saint Mirren the way last season, when he's drifted in from off the wing. Yeah. And, he, and he's got in those positions he's, put, he's scored the two goals I think Suda's better as a winger for me and I don't think Robbo will play Wednesday night I think that we'll manage him mm-hmm. um, Robbo yeah, normally does been quite careful with Robbo been very we? careful with Robbo and we've got a big game on Sunday so if Robbo plays on Wednesday night he doesn't play on Sunday yeah. so, so going into the game looking ahead to Motherwell predictions then it's, it's a hard one because obviously after we, like I said earlier we're doing this podcast straight after the Hibs game so we're still even though we're sounding a bit cheerier now we're still quite despondent so it's hard to predict after that but what what do you think Ewan for the Motherwell game? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be positive again <laughs> I'm going to be positive and I'm going to say I'm going to stick with our ritual over the last two seasons I think we're going to win <laughs> Third away game, third game in grass this season. I'm going to go for an absolute scrap fest 1 0. Okay. Callum Brown usually does this uh, this week, but Callum will get a, a prediction for you instead and replace it, Callum. I can see it being 0 0. 
I think both teams are just going to go out to frustrate each other. It's not been a great start to the season for both. Both teams are going to be scared to lose because they're going into the fourth game of the season to potentially have no points. I take no, no, to be honest, because I'm going to be the pessimist this week. I'm really struggling. I'm really struggling to take any positives for the first two games. I think Motherwell, although they've been poor and not scored, I think they'll be at it for this game. This will be a massive game for them. It's a massive game for both teams, but they are at home, so they... It's it's on name to get a result, two uh, 0 Motherwell for me. I just think this game, we are we are good at wanting it straight, and I think this could play into our hands a wee bit. I, I don't know. I've got a weird feeling. Uh, listen, I think we need a we need a massive step up from the boys in the park compared well, we, to the last two performances. We hundred percent do. We need we need a performance for the players. We need to get back to scrapping, uh, and. We just, we just need to step up because it's not been good enough. So hopefully Wednesday night brings that and we get back to sort of some more positive results going forward. Right.